Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And it is time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are radio for the local craft beer movement broadcasting from the AM 920 The Answer Studios in lovely Buckhead, and I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis, and this week we're talking to Chris Bivens, and we've got uh, Daniel Bluestein with us from Torch Top Brewing, one of Atlanta's newer, 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 yeah, we can call them that. So uh, we're going to talk beer of, in Midtown Atlanta. Sounds like a plan. I like beer in Midtown Atlanta. Yes. I like beer that's everywhere. Everywhere. I like exactly. beer here. I like beer there. I like beer everywhere. Guys, thanks for joining us. Yes. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks and we've got us. a special guest, too, hanging, just hanging out. He's yeah. in the neighborhood. <laughs> so we've got Sean O'Keefe from Pontoon Brewing. They're bre- building out right now in Sandy Springs, and he brought us some of his Galaxy Drifter IPA, a new canned offering. Yes, yeah, and since he decided to, to give us some beer, we decided to let him in. Yeah, was, it's you know, a fair trade, that's right? How, that's how yeah. we roll, exactly. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. There you go. There we go. So so a big week last week. We had a lot of stuff going on. All kinds we of stuff. We were in separate locations, you know. I was with the, at the Gwinnett Beer Fest. We got Fest. a multitask. I know. And, There's and, so much going on. And you were at the Wild Wild, wild Life wild. Beer Fest, whatever that is. Yes. Wild Wild <laughs> wild, beer wild Beer Fest. Wild Wild Beer Fest, yes. So, so how was that? How did that how did It that, was that great. Happen? I mean, uh, you know, the timing on that was good. Wrecking Bar puts on a great fest. Oh, yeah. So they do the Strong Beer Fest, and they do this Wild Wild Beer Fest, and just, you know, sour wild beers, tons from Georgia. And, and that's something that really impresses me is that uh, – we couldn't have done that a few years ago. In no. Georgia. You know, you wouldn't have had enough offerings like that. But not only do do we have offerings from Georgia, we've got really good stuff, really good sour and wild beers coming out. Of yeah, it seems like pretty much almost every yeah. brewery is coming out with some sort of kettle sour something. or something. That's, and that's some of them through. are absolutely nailing it, you know. Absolutely. We, got some, and then, of course, the international stuff out there. Uh, the timing was good. Shelton Brothers just returned to the state. Oh, yes. So we had Cantillon and we had uh, Phantom and Jolly Pumpkin. And just uh, eight wired, all kinds of good stuff. It was a fantastic festival, great venue, good people, just an all around great day. Definitely. So yeah, so we had a good time. Uh, my dad and I were beer dad. Uh, we went to the Gwinnett Beer Festival, of course. It was at Cool Ray Field uh, last week as well. We uh, basically had a had a good time, hung out, talked with a lot of folks. Um, you know, it was nice to see some folks who had known the show, some folks who didn't know the show. I uh, talked to one guy who really loved that interview that you did uh, with the former Friends Brewing people about the Helen Bach. Nice. Uh, release. So that was really cool to see that. So that was a lot of fun. And what was even even more fun for me is that the Scofflaw tent was right kitty corner to where <laughs> we were. So all I had to do was just go across the street, grab some. What was your Scofflaw. beer of the day there? My beer of the day was Cosmic Debris, actually, from, from Creature okay. Comforts. I did about three or four laps, and I was actually so surprised that it hadn't kicked like after the third or fourth. I just kept getting them every single time. But you know they uh, but Scofflaw had the full full gamut. They had Sucker Punch. They had uh, 
They had a basement. They had all of their IPAs on tap. And a Terrapin actually had Chopsecutioner on tap, too, which was something I okay. hadn't had. So, th- so that was that was fun well, to that have. Well, that makes sense because yeah. of where they had the, the fest. Do it, they keep? Do they have it on there at the stadium normally? Uh, not, not do I don't believe so. No, they, don't, they brought it over special. Okay. So that was uh, so that was there, which was which was cool. I got, I got a chance to do that without having to go to uh, Marietta or slash Atlanta <laughs> to the new field and, cool. uh, and check it out. So. So yeah, very cool. So everything speak, yeah. that's north of the perimeter up the, that yeah. way is Marietta, uh, Aaron. It doesn't. Matter. I don't even know. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm, 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 a, I'm I'm a Lawrenceville it's guy, Marietta, Gwinnett County guy, so. so I don't even know what goes Who on. Who cares? Who cares? Goes on over there, right? Exactly. Yes. You Cobb County folks are, you know, <laughs> yes, voting in elections. That's and all a that popular crazy stuff. opinion, actually. You Cobb <laughs> County folks. So. That's right. That's right. Hey, let's check out uh, this week's truck and tap beers of the week. Crack open a cold one. It's the truck and tap beer of the week. Woo-hoo! Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Well, we're not a truck and tap, but uh, we've got uh, the guys from Torch Top with us, and we've got some deliciousness going on right now. Show enough. We, pre- we pre-gamed a little bit. Uh, Hops de Leon is what we had, or or is it Hops de Leon? I don't, I'm, I'm, Hops de Leon. Hops de Leon. Hops de okay, Leon. there you go. Hops de Leon, the uh, street. The street, yes. not the not the Explorer. I don't know, but uh, anyway. So, very cool. It's an IPA. Really nice drinking IPA. I uh, had yeah. this uh, several months ago when I when I first came to Torch Top, and it's a nice drinking one. It's really nice. Yeah, West Coast style, uh, Citra Simcoe, uh, easy to drink, 6.5%, so it's a uh, Awesome. And they're very Excited. nice. And we've got some more growlers in the cooler, and you just cracked one open. Uh, this too. is a driver's stout. Um, and then we have in the cooler a raspberry uh, Berliner and then a uh, 100% citra hopped IPA. So Excellent. Cool stuff. Very cool. Looking forward to drinking that. We also have Pontoon. Uh, yes. Sean was nice enough to bring us a sixer of his new Galaxy Drifter American IPA. And they were kind of cool, but I drop one on ice <laughs> here. We'll get into those before the day. Definitely. Over. And also, I want to give a shout out to Tom at Fan and Brewing. and stopped by uh, yesterday to give us uh, their Hellas Lager and also their White IPA, too, so that, uh, that just came out. So Cool cans. I think this is new can art. It's some new can so art. I think so, cool. too. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. We so have a lot of beer, is our, the short of it. Our here, beer so. runneth over. Yes. Exactly. Good stuff. <laughs> exactly. So, speaking of good stuff or maybe not so good stuff, let's go ahead and uh, check out this week's headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Sponsored by Your Pie Perimeter in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center across from Perimeter Mall. So we've got some good news and we've got some not so good news in the news this week. News. News all of news. news all day long. Yeah. So first good news, though, SB 85 is uh, passed officially. Governor Deal, sign that into office. Yay. Awesome. So we actually have some crazy stuff going on where you can, starting September 1st, I believe, you can actually go to a brewery and buy beer. I, I don't crazy. know what to say. I, I'm I, not gonna, I don't even know what to say to this one. You know what? I just want to say thanks to everybody yeah. that worked really hard on this, from our lawmakers at Georgia Craft Brewers Guild, a lot of the brewers, people spend a lot of time down at the Gold Dome, uh, making phone calls, sending emails, doing all that. Been fighting this for many years, so this is... A pretty huge victory. Yeah, definitely is a big, huge victory for, for folks there. So congratulations. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to kind of not having to deal with all these beer laws and actually going, again, to a brewery and buying a beer instead of having to have a tour with some samples and some free stuff going on. So, you know, because of that, of course, since uh, since SB 85 was passed or, or had, uh, had passed the Senate before the governor's signature, we've had a ton of breweries and brew pubs getting open or at least getting planned to open. And uh, we've got a new, actually, area that's uh, sort of popped up which is there in the Lee and White building on the west side, uh, the West Beltline area. Uh, we had Monday night uh, that's just opening a second second uh, facility as well as Wild Heaven and a Banyan Roots, a brew pub that's going to be opening up there. We just got news also that ASW Distillery 
is going to be uh, located there as well, too. So I have some even more breaking or Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. So I just saw this uh, a little earlier this week, uh, the Turner Field redevelopment. Okay. There's a brewery planned for that as well. Oh, very cool. Also, okay. I don't know the name or anything of it, just that it exists, so... I'm putting my detectiveness on. To Excellent, see if I can and of find course that we've got so. that. You've got that ongoing post. Georgia Breweries and Planning at BeerGuysRadio.com, yes. and if you want to kind of know up to date what's been what's in planning, what's going on, uh, Who's check out that post. Recently opened up. We've exactly. got a map on there to see what's in your neighborhoods. So. Lots of stuff. Exactly. Yes. So it's uh, so it's very cool. Uh, now, in some not so good news, or actually, you know what? I've got some more good news um, before I get to the not so good news. Uh, Tritonia. From Creature Comforts, uh, of course, it's their Goza that they made uh, last year with a, a cucumber and lime. And uh, they had it on keg and at the brewery for a little while. Uh, this year, they're going to breeze it in cans. And that's been a pretty big deal for folks, too. So It's nice to see it coming out in cans. A perfect time of the year for It that. definitely is. Just in time yeah. for beer drinking season. Absolutely. Is what we say. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Now we finally skipped uh, to the bad news. Uh, another story about ABM Dev. Uh, of course, uh, we talked last week about Wicked Weed and... Uh, how they uh, sold to AB InBev. Now it comes word that uh, AB InBev, who owns a lot of, or actually pretty much all the hops in South Africa, they're not going to sell those hops. They're going to keep them in-house, so to speak, to uh, keep up with their own brewers and uh, craft brewing uh, lines. So anyone anyone independent looking for South African hops, you're going to be kind of out of luck. So I, I have opinions on this subject. So there. do I, yes. Did you know this? So yes. uh, first thing, when we talked about it the other day, I said I kind of want the whole story here because they're, S.A.B. Miller Farms, Papa A.B. and Bev, so they're their farm. Yes. They're their hops. I mean, you got you to gotta look at that. Now, apparently, S.A.B. Miller sold to American Craft last year, mm-hmm. so people kind of got used to that and were expecting it, but they're their hops. Now, A.B. and Bev did put out a statement yes, on this. Yes, they did. So, And they basically, the short of it is uh, they had extremely lower yields. They have dedicated a lot of the hops to using local South African craft beers, and then less than five percent of the harvest will go to their other brands. Okay. So I don't think I know people love to hate ABN Bev and anything they do can be nasty, but um, I'm not sure this is that malicious of a move on their part. And they even said that if they have better yields next year, they will return to yeah. sell them to the craft market. And it seems like AB InBev is on a hair trigger for uh, to make sure that uh, anything that they do is kind of creating some negative uh, connotations. Yes. So, yeah. So, and yeah. my opinion is not a popular one in that either. Exactly. So. But we need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes talking to Torch Top Brewing. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio. Yo, it's Joran Vahendrachter from Three Taverns Brewery in Decatur, Georgia. And you listen to Beer Guys Radio. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Morgan and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for a beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep, brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint after work or bring the family in. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all our beer events and specials, including beer tastings that you won't find anywhere else. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Tell them that the beer guy sent you. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery, but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. crlcontracting.com. 
Here at the Beer Guys Radio Show, we love to bring you the stories behind the craft beer that you love. And we'd be grateful if you took the time to check out our Patreon site. It's at patreon.com slash beerguys. If you choose to become one of our donors, you'll get some awesome swag, including t-shirts, glasses, and some stickers, too. Thanks again for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are really happy that you have enjoyed this show. And please subscribe, tell a friend, and head to patreon.com slash beerguys. Cheers. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery. Set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com. If you really like craft beer, the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market invites you to their store. Not just growlers and craft beer, but everything you need for backyard barbecues and tailgating is available at Stout Brothers. Big Green Egg, accessories, local meats, cheeses, sauces, pickles, and more. If the gang's plans involve your backyard this weekend, you got to visit the Stout Brothers. Stock up today and get ready for life. It's quite simple. If you really like craft beer, you have to visit the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market in the Smyrna Market Village. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Shake it, back. Woo! Woo! Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I'm Aaron Williams. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website, and we have got some guests in the studio. I know it's crazy, but we do have a couple of guys in the studio. Actually, three of us hanging out, but uh, two that are on the mic right now. Uh, Torch Top is with us right now. We've got Chris Bivens and Daniel Bluestein. So thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. So uh, we have got. Uh, well, actually, you, know, you guys have drank all the growlers of beer so far. <laughs> yeah. And we, while we were running our mouth in the first segment, you guys all drank everything. So I think we're running a little I think dry. We each got a thimble of that dry Irish style. <laughs> exactly. There, so. It was delicious. That's. So. I know if you served it in a thimble, that the thimble size was quite enjoyable. So that's. Uh, so at least we know that. Around, I guess. So. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, so, so what have you got right now? That was a full one. So yes. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, we're gonna get this one before the, the other vault. Before the masses get it. Exactly. This is a 100% uh, Citra Hopped IPA. Okay. okay, excellent, excellent, excellent. Cool. Pulls so, to the top. so again, uh, Torch Top, fairly new uh, here. Yeah. I mean, you've been around for for about a year, just year and a half year. now, just yeah. over a year now. Okay, excellent. So, for those that don't know, where are you? We're down on Ponce, across from Mary Max Tea Room. Okay, in the old Spaghetti Factory uh, building. I remember the so, old Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, I was there from. Uh, what, 1988 to 2010? No, is there forever? Exactly. Yeah. So, so very cool. So that's that's quite a space that you've got there. That's a that's a lot of room. Yeah, I think our original goal uh, was like 4,000 square feet, and the concept was pizzas, beers, and salads, and that was it. And uh, we stumbled into that uh, the restaurant of a uh, cold spaghetti factory, and uh, couldn't say no to it. So here we are, 11,000 square feet, and full restaurant later. So that's quite a jump yeah. from uh, 4,000 ish <laughs> in pizza. Well, you know what? Let's. This is available. Let's yeah. just do a full blown brew pub here. I mean, so. the bottom line is everyone wants a bigger brewery, so we had the extra space to put in a, a big brewery. So wasn't hard to convince you to do it. Then, no, right? not at all. So, yeah. Price is right. Yeah, good deal. <laughs> Actually, so yeah, so Chris, you're in partnership with your brother yeah, uh, running the show, right? So you guys both had nine to fives. Uh, actually, so to so, speak. Yeah, so I was uh, in North Carolina working at a brewery. Okay, and I moved back when he graduated from Auburn, and uh, he found a few friends, families, and fools, as we called them. And uh, two years later, we have Torch Top on our hands. So. So, so your parents were and relatives were naive enough to invest in this deal. Is that what it was? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, so now, um, you know, it's interesting because when you run a brew pub, you're not only running a production brewery, but you're also mm-hmm. running a restaurant. 
restaurant first, brewery second. Okay. That's the hard learning curve we found out. So Definitely. So people are coming in for, in for the, the food. food. And then the beer is kind of an afterthought, which there are, there are a few customers, like probably 10% that are there for the beer first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most are there for the food first. The so service is important. So Something something probably maybe unexpected that you learned uh, while yeah, you're in this process. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in uh, North Carolina at a brewery, and so we had a tap room. And so you think everyone's there for the beer only and move to Atlanta would be the same kind of thing. But no, it's not the case. So with the new laws that we have now, or that we will have, I guess, because <laughs> uh, I know some people have started brew pubs just because they they had to do that in order to be able to sell uh, their beer. You know, I don't uh, I don't want you to speak badly for it. Say no, I wouldn't do it again. But if the laws were were the way they are now, would you still do a brew pub concept? Uh, was that something you um, wanted to do? Or yeah, Stephen and I kind of discussed it. I think it was important for us to like, have that brand connection with consumers, and so running a tap room was very important to us. And the whole concept of pizza, salads, and beer kind of gave us the opportunity without, um, I guess, the hassle of a restaurant. But now that we have a full kitchen, full bar, and all that kind of stuff, the, the concept is very different. So it's, it's a bigger challenge running that correctly. Um, and so I think we probably would have gone the whole brewery route um, looking back at it. But we don't. I don't regret a single thing about it, though. It's, it's been fun. It's been a blast. And it's, it's been great. So. So yeah, awesome. what's what's something that's kind of unexpected that you didn't really know going into this process, but now that you have to, you, have, yeah. you know that you're doing it all the time now. The city of Atlanta water is very expensive. That's <laughs> okay. one of the highest okay. in the country. Yeah. Um, I'm not told Daniel this, but one day he left our, uh, he left the uh, blowdown tank running full blast for the weekend, and uh, sure okay. enough, our, our uh, bill was twice what it was the previous month. So awesome, the two and a half See, inch pipe. And uh, we're breaking news to <laughs> Daniel here exactly. on the show. Then so, uh, <laughs> sounds like lies to me. You're, yes. you're, yeah, you're very red right now. He's making stuff up. So yes. So, but uh, but Daniel, from what I've heard though, at City of Atlanta Water is actually pretty clean to to work with as far as brewing beer. Do you guys have to do a lot of additions to it, or uh, it just depends on what you what you're uh, what you're brewing? <laughs> Uh, we filter it, but it's pretty much a blank canvas for us. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, we can make pretty much any water profile we want uh, just by the additions and whatnot. Now, Daniel, you lo- I'm assuming you're about 19 years old, right? So, <laughs> almost. I was going to uh, go with almost, 20, so. but yeah. So. Tell us a little bit. How'd you get into brewing and how'd you connect up with these guys? Well, I was uh, actually up in Charlotte, North Carolina, going for my master's degree in biochemistry and started volunteering at a brewery. Kind of got lost my way to that master's degree. Um, it's funny, I think Chris and I were actually brewing at the same time up in North Carolina. Yep. Okay. Um, kind of got sick of being in Charlotte my whole life and grabbed a job down down here with Red Hair, heading up their quality assurance department. Okay. Started brewing there. Um, had a quick foray over at Sweetwater, learned some stuff, and then found hopefully my new forever home here <laughs> at Torch Top. There you the go. Biochemistry background there, we know a lot of people that, I mean, so much good use to put that when you're brewing with that type of knowledge to uh, to come in and definitely you know, your water chemistry, you check it all out there. So Yeah, so a lot of biochem and a lot of engineers, I've noticed, yes. kind of into the brewing And thing. we've heard this story so many times about, well, I was going for my degree, yeah. and, this, <laughs> and I was brewing, and I'm like, so the lawyers especially, lawyers it yeah, seems well, the, like Yeah, well, the guy at, uh, at Trim Tab Brewing over yeah. in Birmingham, he was saying that, yeah, he was in law school, and then he just decided he liked brewing and was brewing a lot more than actually going to class, and so he decided to, to drop out and do that. So. <laughs> so he opened his brewery, and he DJs his DJ Sex Panther in his own brewery. Nice. So awesome. he set it up perfect, perfect there. <laughs> exactly. So it's always key. He's got Monopoly going. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. So now as the Georgia beer market grows, of course, with the passes of SB85, it's mm-hmm. probably going to grow a lot faster. Uh, you get a lot more options on where to drink. Um, you know... What do you think sets you guys apart from the other uh, brew pubs and breweries in the in the area? I, I think it's just the, the quality of the beer. I mean, we focus heavily on just clean beer. I think any beer you're going to drink um, from us is easy to drink, uh, whether it's 5% or 10%. 
Um, so just clean beer. Um, the flavors really come through very well. Um, we have 16 taps, actually 20 taps in the brewery. And right now we have, I think, five or 10 guest taps kind of regionally focused. Um, so the goal is always to support local. Um, but I think consumers, it's cool thing come in and they can drink two or three house beers and then try an awesome local beer from down the road. We have Wrecking Bar on tap right now. So it's all support local kind of atmosphere with what we are going for. So. Yeah, that's, you know, we've noticed that a lot of the brewers support each other, have other, you know, the guest brews on tap. So there is a lot of camaraderie yep. in the industry. So you got to, you still have to get your share of the market there, but yep. uh, everybody works well together. Absolutely. So, yeah. Now, what do you see uh, going into these law changes and that? Do you have any plans uh, to change anything? With- yeah. So, like, um, for us, it actually allows us to uh, get our beer into a package and we can sell to go. Um, so we had to, uh, I think the five breweries in Atlanta had brew pubs had to get a lawyer and we had to go fight for our right to sell growlers. Um, but with this whole new law change, we're now allowed to sell like cans to go. Um, so we'll have a little canning line in our building and we'll be cranking out um, probably 20, 30 cases per batch and just have it to go in a, in a cooler out front. So that's so, awesome. And yeah. you've also uh, signed a deal with Liberator to start yeah. distributing too. So you've got a little bit of distro coming up. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's uh, free marketing pretty much. So we're able to get our beer in the market and we get paid for it and we can kind of uh, grow our brand that way as well. So. So we'll see some of your kegs in, at some bars and, and things like that around? Or? Yeah, I think our goal is like five, six tools a week, which is nothing. It's very mm-hmm. minuscule. Um, but I think putting the right, right accounts, it's going to do pretty pretty cool things. Now, will you can to send out to market as well? Or is that no, just it's all in-house. That's I mean, going to be for in-house. Okay. Yeah, it's difficult to find like a canning line that's not rotary, the rotary head that's right. actually good um, without sure. a DO issue. So we're going to make it all in-house and keep the beer cold and, and know how it serves. So. Okay. You can take over that bocce court if you need to. Yeah, just that's expand. the goal. We're going to we're we're we'll can it over that's here. Right. <laughs> can over there be good to go. So yes. Excellent. Yeah, we're speaking to Chris and Daniel from Torched Hop Brew Pub. A uh, couple minutes left here in this segment. Uh, you know, you, you talked earlier about a service and kind of the interesting thing that you had to deal with that. Is there a lot of education that you have to do with your service staff and also really with the consumer uh, when it comes to your beer? Yeah, so we, um, I'm kind of surprised. We actually sell a ton of flights. Um, so about 15% of our beer sales come in flight form. Mm-hmm. Um, so customers can walk in, and from our 15 beers, they can choose individual pours, which is cool. So we have a description on the menu um, that will kind of tell them what they're tasting so they can really get a better idea of it. Um, I think the Atlanta market's actually pretty um, undereducated when it comes to craft beer. So all the brewery expansion is great. Um, consumers are becoming more educated about good beer. Um, so it's, it's our job as a brew pub to really nail that home. So Yeah, just being aware of it's in existence is a yeah. big start. You know, there's people that – just discover craft beer exists at all from places like yours, especially, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a brew pub on the corner, you know, let's it, check them out. So it's really cool. It's always <laughs> fun. Someone walks in, they're having dinner and having one of our beers and they go, you guys make this here. I'm like, Oh, that, right. that equipment makes beer. So yes, yeah. Yeah. we make that here. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Cause back in the day, of course, you know, back in the nineties when like chain brew pubs are all the rage. I, I remember my dad used to love going to Gordon Beersh cause it was like, you know, you can get a burger, but it was like the beer was right, right there. It was yeah. So cool. So, so it's, it's, it is a good brew pub experience to kind of expose that person who may not be a craft drinker into into the market and into the into the style yeah and yeah. i mean sometimes we're actually brewing during business hours so you can walk in and actually have a hamburger and drink a beer that's being made right when you're watching it so that's, that's always awesome. fun to see the guy i mean you're supporting local local jobs and you're drinking a beer that was made in our facility so very cool chris bivens daniel bluestein from torch top brew pub will be back right after this you'll listen to the beer guys radio show beerguysradio.com Hey, it's Aaron, and you know what I hate? When I miss a favorite TV show and forget to DVR it. Don't let this tragic tale happen to you when it comes to Beer Guys Radio. Subscribe to us on demand. It is easy. If you've got iTunes, Stitcher, or any other iOS or Android podcast app, search for us, or go to BeerGuysRadio.com, click Listen, and you can copy and paste the RSS feed. While you're there, by the way, give us a review. It really helps. That's Beer Guys Radio on demand. Catch it today. 
If you're into craft beer, you need to check out Drink This Beer. It's a podcast from the creators of Beer Guys Radio. Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams talk to some of the best and most important brewers across the country and the world. So if you like to drink beer, pull up a chair and crack open the Drink This Beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's just in time for beer drinking season, and we have got the shirt for you. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com slash store and get your own exclusive, official Beer Guys Radio t-shirt. That's right. They're soft, they're sexy, and they come in both black and gray for your convenience. Be the envy of your next bottle share and pick up one of these bad boys right now. We've also got some sweet glasses and stickers on sale, too. Head to BeerGuysRadio.com slash store to check out our merch. You know you want some. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Ahoy there, mateys. Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. Now, Tim, usually I kind of know what's going on with your Whales of the Week, but this one I've never even heard of before, so I'm interested to hear about this one. You know both of these. Okay. You just don't know my shorthand. I just don't know your shorthand. Okay, that's probably what it is. Cake. Mexican cake. Mexican cake. There you go. Okay. My my shorthand was going to be cake and cantillon. I got gotcha. you. Okay. okay. So, okay. But I think I put cake and loons down there. You did, so. and I was like, I'm so like, what the uh, heck is that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mexican cake did had a brewery release, so Mexican cake had their brewery release, which means it's going to be heading out to the market. So keep an eye out for that one. We don't have any confirmed sightings in Atlanta yet, but uh, it should be coming this way. And uh, Cantillon prop uh, hit shelves yep. in Atlanta and promptly just disappeared. Yes. So I believe the bottle shops were posting, hey, we got this in, and before they could finish typing and it's that gone. post, it's gone. <laughs> so, But that means that some's hitting the shelves, so keep an eye out there. Maybe uh, maybe you'll luck up. So. Definitely, definitely. So and let us know if you see where they are. Exactly. We want both of those. Give me a couple so. of them on, on the list. So <laughs> we're back uh, with the guys from uh, Torch Top Brew Pub, Daniel Bluestein and Chris Bivens, hanging out with us again. So we'll talk a little bit about the business. Let's talk about the beer. This is a very pretty red beer that you've got going on. Let's talk about that That's one That's what I was going to say, super bright. It's yes. very, very bright, yes. So, so everyone so, knows the whole like, sour market is going crazy. Um, and uh, we just kind of are dipping our toes in the water of kettle sours. Um, so we did our first kettle sour about two weeks ago. Um, we actually used, uh, I was talking with Neil at Wrecking Bar, and uh, found out we can use yogurt and actually put the yogurt Lacto. in the kettle yep. and get the same okay. effect as... I called White Labs and it was six hundred dollars to buy the same quantity of bacteria. So Yo plays like thirty nine cents at the Kroger. Uh, thirty bucks from uh, was it Atlanta Fresh? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, there you go. Like this is Torch Top Activia Raspberry yeah. Saison. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, a kettle sour, and we actually dosed it with uh, one point. I think it was like two pounds of raspberries per gallon of beer. Okay. So it's like an insane amount of raspberries. So um, is the color just straight up from fruit? Raspberry, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So no red so, paint dissolved. No, 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 it's like that's, Kool-Aid that's, that's, red that's, is what it looks yeah, like. It's yeah. like Kool-Aid red. 40 red. in the uh, ingredients category. Oh, Kool-Aid. <laughs> you did, yeah, put some Kool-Aid in here. Oh, I yeah. That's what you got. Exactly. We actually tried a Kool-Aid so. Kolsch at one point. I so. think I remember seeing <laughs> that's that. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, um, you know, you 
when you talk about uh, the beer styles that you have, you know, you've got a lot of styles of beers, like you said, plenty of things on tap. But uh, what, whenever we talk, bring up towards top, it always says that uh, you guys are killing the IPA game. Mm-hmm. Is is that something that you guys really take pride in? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think our, we're very heavy-handed when it comes to IPAs. Um, I've told Daniel, don't worry about cost. Um, just make a good beer. Um, so we're, we're dumping four Except turn pounds. off the water when yeah, you're exactly. done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't worry about cost of the beer ingredients. <laughs> not, not, not. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we're, we're buying some of the best hops you can get. We, we're paying 30 bucks a pound for Galaxy. Um, so we're willing to go spend the money to, to find good beer, which is why our prices are a little more than what you'd expect in a brew pub. But I think the, the quality is, is, is there, so... Um, I mean, we're like on a normal beer. We're at five, six pounds per barrel dry hop, so it's it's pretty fun. So yeah, it's I've enjoyed them. You know, every time I've come there, and you know, paired with the food, I'm I'm guilty of getting the flights. Oh, I yeah, do that yeah. all the I time. I do too. Yeah. You know, I've heard bartenders like, "Oh, these flights. I wish we didn't do these because four or five two <laughs> oh, ounce pours of oh, beer yeah. or oh, whatever." Yeah. But uh, but I am one of those guys that likes to try the full menu, especially mm-hmm. you know when I first go to a place. I'll I'll start off with a flight, try everything, and then I'll get. You know, full yeah. pour of whatever I enjoyed there, whatever happens to pair with what I'm doing. So, we had one customer outsmart the system. We had a uh, 12% Imperial Porter on tap, and he ordered a fight with all four. Oh, and oh porters. see, so he got you can't yeah. that. a 20 ounce pour for $8. Uh, so I was like, uh-huh. oh, got it. Good, good move, guy. We're going to give yeah. you this one. So, yeah, but we've you learned guys. from you here. <laughs> Next so, time. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty funny. So, so that's, yeah, no, you guys, I know you've got a beer coming up that the, the Super interesting beer, at least the name of it is, and uh, but it's oh, for boy. a good cause, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. this is uh, <laughs> you guys are releasing uh, Doo Brown, right? Yeah, I actually got an email from our marketing firm this morning saying yes. genius idea. So I'll take okay, it. okay, there you go. Um, it's an interesting yep. phrase of words they're releasing. I, Brown. I was hoping that would <laughs> I, I was I was going there, there exactly. So, yeah. yeah, my brother is uh, he has Crohn's. He's diagnosed about fourteen years ago. And so we've always been trying to figure out ways to kind of give back to the organization. And now that we, that we own a business, we can actually release beers to, to benefit the Crohn's and Coelitis Foundation. It's great. Um, so we, we brewed a, a brown ale, uh, about 6.5%, but we just uh, infused it with about 100 pounds of toasted coconut. It's all on our pizza oven. Um, it took us about three hours to do that. Um, and then we added also about 13, 14 pounds of cocoa nibs. Um, so we're selling it for about five fifty a pint, and two dollars of that goes to the Crohn's and Co- Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So, it's okay. fun. Yeah, that's always you know a crapshoot. <laughs> oh, nice. kill it. I'm just gonna when I'm just gonna use, walk away now. When that's... you use names like that, you know you could uh, people could be like, oh, that's funny. You know that's great. <laughs> or so, you got your marketing firm support on it, and it, it had, gets people's attention any way you do it. You yeah, know, we had there's... our first guy on Facebook comment like he's offended by it, and I had to explain the whole situation. Okay, so he was. He's understanding that's when it's a, all okay. said and done. That's yes. good. You, you may offend a couple. I know uh, against the grain, I think it is, out of Ohio. Oh, gosh, Kentucky, yeah, that one, yeah. They, you know, they really toe the line there. And hoof-hearted out of Ohio. <laughs> yes, so. yes. But, I mean, seriously, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't get offended very easily, but uh, sometimes I go to those, I see the answer against the grain cans on the shelves, and I'm like, really? I'm the like, brown I just, note? Uh, yes, I really don't <laughs> yeah. want that in my fridge. It's I not just, the name on no. that so much as the label, Exactly. Right? I'm so, like, it could be delicious, but I just don't want that in my fridge. I'm sorry. It's just terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, we're talking to the guys uh, from uh, Torch Top Brewing, Dan- Daniel Bluestein and Chris Bivens. Um, you know, You've got so uh, speaking of brew pubs, uh, Good Word Brewing, of course, uh, yeah. starting to be, be developed uh, in Duluth. Former uh, folks from the uh, Brickstore Pub in Decatur. Mm-hmm. You guys offered a collaboration beer with them uh, for yeah. the Brickstore Pub's 20th anniversary. So, can you tell us a little more more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we met with Todd uh, from the Brickstore, great guy, and uh, he wanted to do something cool for uh, their anniversary. So, we're doing a uh, 
I guess it's kind of like a, a pseudo kettle kettle sour slash saison. Uh, we're gonna be imitating kind of a uh, a Moscow mule. Moscow mule. So yeah, okay. we'll be uh, we'll be doing a, a kettle sour overnight and then uh, boiling it and then doing a uh, saison fermentation and then adding um, like orange peel and fresh and, ginger, um, lots of lime. Yeah. So okay. kind of imitating like, a, like an actual cocktail. So it should be a fun one. That yeah. sounds good. That's I, Moscow <laughs> mule. I mean, those are so popular. No. And I've seen some old-fashioned uh, creations. Of course, uh, they made beer, beers uh, that are similar to that too. So that's that's kind of a cool way to to, to make a, a a collaboration with that too. Yeah, um, I mean, Big Store's been around for what twenty years now. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. Best, big best, anniversary. Best, uh, best beer bar in the country from CNN. It's, it's one of the best awesome, ones. So, exactly. Yeah. It was the first one I went to when I when I first moved down here. So uh, definitely a very iconic place. So. We mm-hmm. talked to those guys just ahead of their nineteenth anniversary. We talked to Dave Blanchard and uh, Ryan Skinner, mm-hmm. and they were talking about their nineteenth anniversary. And they're like, it's hard to talk about the nineteenth anniversary because once you make it that far, people just want to know what you're going to do for the twentieth. <laughs> yeah. You know, they said we'd say, well, we're bringing in this beer and we're going to do this and that. I'm like, well, what about the twentieth? You know, so yeah. it's kind of. But uh, coming up soon, twentieth yeah. anniversary. So. Good for them. So that's awesome. So yeah, any, any more collaborations planned, or you just kind of kind of stayed to yourselves for a while? Um, <laughs> I mean, well, well I, yeah. I didn't mean to get you on the spot there. Yeah, I mean, but we have a, a, uh, yes, we uh, brought over uh, the head brewer or lead brewer from Sweetwater, Chris Meadows. Okay, uh, we brewed a uh, sweet potato saison. So that's going to be a fun All one. Right. Uh, Daniel, you want to explain what you did to the? <laughs> oh yeah, we spent about eight or nine hours uh, roasting up several hundred pounds of sweet potatoes <laughs> in the pizza ovens and used that as about 40 percent of our mash. Okay. Uh, so now, when you use sweet potatoes, how much? Because I know I've heard pumpkin beers. I imagine it's similar for sweet potatoes that you really just get fermentables a lot more than the the flavor from that. How much flavor is that going to impart to the beer? Um. We're about halfway through fermentation right now, and while we're not getting so much of it on the flavor, it's definitely there in the aroma. Okay. You're getting some um, really nice sweetness, some molasses notes, and besides the sweet potato, it's pretty much just a Pilsner-based beer. Especially and, with roasting them in the oven, though, you're going to bring out flavors there yeah. from, from the roasting and stuff. So yeah, I think having a pizza oven is is uh, pretty awesome for Andy, a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was uh, one of the best investments you've made Just so keep far. shoving stuff in there for yeah, the beers, exactly. right? Yes. So. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's always key. It's good to, good that you can do the coconut, you can do the uh, the, the roasting mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah. all that kind of fun stuff. So anyway, yeah. Um, so how can we get keep in touch with you all? Uh, what's the best way to get get a hold of you yeah, and on, just kind of see what's going on? Yeah, on Facebook, where uh, our marketing firm is now pushing us to be active. Um, so my, those marketing my, people. My brother and I, uh, we have uh, we work eighty hours a week, and now we're trying to focus kind of somewhat on Facebook. So uh, we're posting hopefully once a day. That's that's the goal. Um, but at least maybe once every three days. Um, but that's probably the best way at this point. So. Okay, very cool. Very cool. And our website is also very active. Our, the draft uh, list is, is accurate. So Excellent. So Chris Bivens, Daniel Bluestein from Torch Top Brew Pub. Stick around for a little bit. we got uh, some Beer 101 questions going on uh, here in the next segment. I hope you guys can get your expertise on. You'll listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, beerguysradio.com, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, everybody. It's Scott from Burn Hickory Brewery in lovely Kennesaw, Georgia. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery, but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. 
Morgan and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for a beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep, brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint after work or bring the family in. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all our beer events and specials, including beer tastings that you won't find anywhere else. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Tell them that the beer guy sent you. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery, set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com. It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer service are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food truck stand. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. There is something in the air in Kennesaw. I'm sure you've noticed it. It is the sweet, sweet smell of barbecue permeating from The Nest, a new barbecue and beer restaurant in K-Town. The Nest is your new restaurant if you really love barbecue. Ribs, brisket, chicken, oh my. Did we mention the bar? The Nest of Kennesaw offers 49 taps of craft beer and an amazing bottle list as well. It's quite simple. If you really like barbecue and craft beer, you have to visit The Nest. Barbecue and beer in Kennesaw, near Historic Downtown on Cherokee. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, back to the Beer Guys radio show. I I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. And we're back, BeerGuysRadio.com. I'm Aaron Williams, and we're hanging out uh, in the studio with the guys from Torch Top. Also, Sean O'Keefe from Pontoon Brewing. Stop by with some free beer, and we let him hang out because he brought free beer, which is always key. So, you know, one of the things, Tim, that, uh, that I that talked to a lot of the folks at the Gwinnett Beer Fest, and one of the things that they were interested in is kind of learning more about beer. Okay. So, you know, we're here to entertain, but we're also here to educate. Knowledge is power. Knowledge Aaron. is power, and we're going to talk a little bit more about beer. So, uh, you know, I just want to kind of throw out a section, a segment called uh, Beer 101, and uh, hopefully we can get some expertise because we've got some brewers in here who hopefully know more about uh, this kind of stuff than I do. Uh, but uh, we do. But uh, IPA, of course, India Pale Ale is the most popular style of beer out there. But there's also a double IPA. And I think a lot of folks may be interested to know what the difference is between an IPA and a double IPA. You think? Maybe? Sure. Sure, would. why not? Exactly. Absolutely. Knowledge <laughs> is power. Knowledge Eric. is power. Yes. So, yeah. So, so, listen. So, if you don't know, of course, India Pale Ale, uh, I don't want to get too much in the history of it, but uh, of course, it was first developed as a beer that could travel between England and their colonies in India. Extra hops, extra preservatives. First craft IPAs in America really came from the West Coast. And they're that classic piney bitter, you know, the sweet, uh, the Sierra Nevadas, the Anchor Liberty, the Stone IPAs. It's got that really that piney taste. And today it's become the most popular style of beer in the country. Uh, newer versions of it coming out every year, it seems like. The Northeast Juicy IPA uh, is a big one right now. But uh, double IPAs are a little bit different. Uh, they're a little bit of a different animal. So uh, they've got a lot more. They've got more hot body to it, but they've also got a little more balance to kind of 
to, to mellow the things out so it's not just a little hot, more malt balance, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, so uh, local examples, of course, Creature Comforts has Cosmic Debris that's uh, just been out now, uh, Sweetwater's Hop Hash, Orpheus Transmigration of Souls, uh, Jekyll, Hooten, and Hollerin, and uh, Trim Tab has Tesserae, and you guys from Torch Top have a couple of them as well, right? Yeah, you got uh, Mighty Mo and uh, Double Dip. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, as a brewer, um, really, what do you guys look for in a, in a double IPA, and what do you guys look for to, to, when you're brewing it? I mean, I, so it's for me, a double IPA should be really light. Um, I know that the style has kind of it's been transitioning over the past ten years. Um, before double IPA was kind of malt forward, um, but uh, we actually brewed Mighty Mo as our double IPA it is 100% Pilsner malt. There is no crystal at all. Um, so it's very, very easy drinking. It's very light. Very is it's crushable, but it's nine and a half percent. Yeah, and a lot of folks, you know, when they see the word double IPA, they may be kind of thrown off because mm-hmm. they think it's just double the bitterness and double the you know yeah, intensity. I mean, but it's not necessarily the case. Yeah, not always. I mean, some are absolutely, and some are awesome that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my focus, like I, I brew beers we want to drink. I think we kind of we both make beers we enjoy drinking. So um, for me, a double IPA is is massive, but it's easy to drink. It drinks like a pilsner almost. And it's can be, they can be dangerous at times too because you know when you're running up about nine ten percent, yeah, like we, oh this is really crushable. I have another one. And then, yeah, we yeah. poured a, a double IPA at a festival about a month ago, and we we're pouring like sixteen ounce samples, and within two hours it was just a disaster. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was I was some more of that exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, that's you know a lot of them they they can hide that really yeah. well, but I know that uh, some of the double IPAs that I enjoy there there is a little more of that maltiness. Yeah. And like uh, it's a very Broad. It can yeah. be a broad definition of what is a double IPA, kind of like Saison. Exactly. Know, it's just such a huge picture there. So, And it's always going to de- be debated online. You'll have a, a higher ABV hoppy IPA. People are like, well, this is a double IPA. Mm-hmm. And that's, or this Pale L, this is a Pale L. You know? So there's there's some blurred lines there between yeah. Pale L, IPA, double IPA. So. And there's session uh, IPAs, and there's all this other kind of stuff going on. I think Five Seasons did a quintuple or something. That's just crazy talk right there. That may have been a Belgian quintuple. that they. That's awesome. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Crawford is uh, pretty crazy. Exactly. (laughs) Just have that little little shot glass, and that's pretty much all you can get. So so very cool. So now, um, what are some of the challenges of making a double IPA? Fermentation. I mean, anytime you want to stress your yeast out, anything above 8%, fermentation is uh, is critical. And so, luckily for me, I have a... uh, a genius uh, that makes our beer. So. It's a biochem guy. Yeah, exactly. Right? You have a genius <laughs> he loves and these. Daniel that help you out? Hey, no. Out science. That's right. He's, so. He's science. That's crazy how that happens. So so if you if you uh, had any advice for a home brewer that was trying to uh, maybe mm-hmm. uh, cra- craft a double IPA, what would you, what would you guys t- tell them? I mean, the malt bill, I would say under 10% crystal. I would do zero, but that's just me. Definitely cut back on the crystal. Uh, you're relying more on just adding more grains to get your sweetness where you don't necessarily need to add um, oh, your caramel malts, too. Yeah. And the biggest thing that. is just, like, growing yeast. I mean, go buy a smack pack. If you can't get a starter going, just buy, like, 10 smack packs and use all of them. Because um, you, you can make the best wort ever, but if you put, put one smack pack of yeast into it, it's not going to work. So. And that's a good general rule of thumb for any brew. Get mm-hmm. you get you enough yeast cells. You that's, know, make sure. sure you're not throw you're not just pouring a vial or a smack yeah. pack in there. Grow it up or get you several. So. When in doubt, pitch three. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yes. So you can never have enough yeast cells. That Correct. pretty much is the is. I think is the, the uh, what, I, what I've learned is over pitching is is less bad than under pitching. So we, we do cell counts in the brewery, but as a home brewer, right. you can't do that. Um, so over pitching is better than under pitching. And, and I've heard to get negative effects from over pitching. You've got to overpitch like crazy. Yeah, it's correct. a lot easier to underpitch and get bad effects yep. than it is to overpitch and get uh, bad effects. Absolutely. So, aha, uh-huh. 
yeah. something I did and not home know. Brewers, there's yes. a website. Brian Brian just reminded me. There's a Mr. Malty, nice. and there's several others there that are calculators that'll tell you if your date on your yeast is this, and you need this many cells for this ABV. You know, I'm sure any brewing tools, you know, different kinds. So. Like going from home brewing to commercial, like you just get furious realizing that you're using three year old yeast and expect or three three month old yeast and right. realizing that not the same as what it was three months ago. So it's yeah, uh, it's cool. It's a living organism, so it's always hard to <laughs> treat it that or way. Or it's dead when you use it when you're home brewer. I right. hate when I have <laughs> exactly. So cool guys, thanks for that. Let's go ahead and uh, get into the hot list. Time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what's going on next week. Brought to you by CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. That's hot. All right. It's uh, time for the hot list once again. Lots of stuff going on this week, uh, isn't it, Tim? Uh, What's going on in in the lovely state of Georgia? Lots going on in Georgia. So, you know, this uh, starting next Monday, we kick off American Craft Beer Week. But before then, Sunday, we have Mother's Day. Oh, of course. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Thank you for all your support and and, uh, throughout the years. Thank you for all your support and all you do as moms. So uh, Second Self is going to be celebrating. Mother's okay. Day, so you can go down there. And uh, Monday night has the Atlanta United Watch Party on Sunday, so you can do that. Monday, again, kicks off American Craft Beer Week. There's tons of events all week. Uh, we'll have three taverns in Verzette at the Porter Beer Bar. Cool. And the Barrel-Aged Beer Ruckus kicks off at Midway on Monday. On Tuesday, there's a Burial Mini Dinner at the Porter. And then three taverns versus Verzette is going to be a brick store. So you can hit it at the Porter or the brick store, depending on what day you are available. Thursday we have pint night with uh, your pie perimeter, featured pints for only three fourteen there, there. You go. and we're gonna have a Southern Sky Tap take over at Truck and Tap up in Woodstock. Next Friday we have a Doodoo Brown release. So you you just enjoy saying that Doodoo Brown. I, I know. <laughs> so at Torch Top to benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So two dollars from every pint sold yep. goes to them. Absolutely. Right. So go down, drink some Doodoo Brown. There. <laughs> That rhymes. So that was very go. clever, Tim. Yes, I like that. Thank so, you. so also, by the way, too, at that uh, Verzette uh, uh, at the Brickstore Pub, I think we're going to be there too. So, so yeah, you may wanna, we should be there. We should be there too. So, Absolutely. if you want to go hang out with us, we'll go talk to those guys in Alabama. Rocket City Brewfest, of course, that's uh, been continuing. It was started Friday, continues today. So you're going to have to go ahead and check that out for the evening session. Uh, again, a fantastic brewfest. If you have not been, hopefully you can uh, go up there and can and, uh, take your advantage of the wonderful beer at Rocket City, thanks to Free the Hops. And uh, Monday, we've got American Craft Beer Week. That, of course, continues. Lots of events. Hop City is having a ton of events there in Birmingham, so check that out. Uh, Also on Monday, Straight to Ale is having a bruise to benefit uh, the U.S. Veterans Memorial, so check that out. Uh, This is something I think we're going to have to talk to the guys at Reformation Brewery, at uh, Spencer and those those folks, at uh, the Thirsty Pig in Dothan. They're going to have taps in theology. So basically, they're going to drink beer and talk religion. There you go. Which sounds frightening to me, but I think the guy, again, Spencer Nix and those guys at, at Reformation would probably love to do that. Uh, also on Thursday, we've got Stout Night at Trim Tab Brewing in Birmingham. Full list of events, head to uh, beerguysradio.com. We've got a huge calendar of lots of stuff going on. Now it's time for a giveaway, so let's give away something. So our away. winner this week is Carrie Fordyce. Nice. Carrie, thank you so much for subscribing to This Week in Georgia Beer, drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com, and we'll get you a very cool swag pack sent out to you. Absolutely, and thanks, guys, to the Torch Top crew for giving us some some swag for the swag pack as Absolutely. well. So so very, very cool. cool. Easy to sign up, and uh, all you have to do is just head over to beerguysradio.com. Sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer. You'll get a weekly newsletter with all the happenings in Georgia Beer. You'll also be entered to win our weekly swag pack. 
and our cup runneth over of swag. So good. definitely go ahead and uh, get you some some cool stuff with that. So next week, we've got uh, pretty good guests going on. I'm interested to talk about talk to this one, Printer's Ale. In Carrollton, new brewery. Yeah, brand new brewery just yes. just popped up in in Carrollton there on the on the western part of Georgia. They're going to be in the studio with us, and uh, also uh, yeah, we'll have a good time and uh, check out some of their beers. Uh, really fun to see that uh, popping up. And of course, uh, we'll be here all week checking us out on BeerGuysRadio.com. We're going to be on the socials and uh, just hanging out and having a good time. So don't forget to drink local, and we will talk to you next time. Cheers. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it, your mom gets it, your grandma gets it, your neighbors get it, sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it, BLTs get it, tailgates get it, and restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.